Welcome to this episode of Miss Law Explains Things. Welcome back to another episode of Miss Law Explains Things. So sorry I've been on a short hiatus right over this March house, but I'm back with a new article, right? And not surprisingly, it's also about the coronavirus. But today I'm going to be focusing on some of the elasticity concepts that you all have learned in class, right? So we've really learned about price elasticity of demand, right? Which is the degree of responsiveness of quantity demanded to a change in price of the own good, such as purpose. We've also learned about price elasticity of supply. But today I'll be focusing mainly on income elasticity of demand and cross elasticity of demand. So those are like the last two elasticity concepts that you have learned. So today's article is about how the coronavirus has affected airlines, hotels and cruises. Okay, so very interestingly, um, the effects of the coronavirus have been multifold and they have affected a lot of industries. And particularly the travel industry, as this article notes, has seen some of the worst business impacts, right? Because it has infected, uh, I think, close to 116,000 people. Right. So in certain countries such as China and Italy, residents are now being told not to travel at all and to avoid situations like travel. So, you know, as a result, there has been a lot of growing concern about, you know, the, the, the transmission of this virus. And this has led to a decrease in the demand for um, air travel, okay, air travel as well as um, hotel stays and cruises. So before I kind of continue, I want you to kind of think about what is the relationship between airlines, hotels and cruises. So if you kind of recall previously, we were talking about a more general industry called travel. But now I'm going to actually highlight what is the relation between all of these industries. So if I take airlines as my primary industry, I must always have a primary industry, right? If not everything else, it's going to be hard for me to draw the relationships. So if airline is my primary industry and I know that less people are flying because demand has fallen because taste and preferences has uh, kind of shifted away from travel because of the heightened risk of uh, you know contracting uh, the particular virus then how is that related to hotels so hotels right accommodation generally and airlines are actually complements right in terms of a broader category called travel Right, because in order to travel, number one, you have to actually get on the plane in order to get to the place, right? And then after that, you will need to stay somewhere. So hotels, accommodation, right, and um, the and airlines are actually complementary goods. I want you to think about, you know, how strong is this complementary relationship, or are actually there, you know, uh, is is hotels really necessary, right? Or airlines really necessary, right? So if you think about international travel, to some extent, it is true, right? You do need to actually get on a plane in order to go from point A to point B and to enjoy a holiday in this resort, right? But I also want you to think about, you know, what are some uh, alternatives to hotel accommodation that people are exploring nowadays, right? Do they stay in hostels, backpacking places? Do they do they rent, uh, you know, a studio apartment or, or what do they do, right? And something very interestingly that has come up in recent years is actually the occurrence of Airbnb, the sharing economy. So basically people lease out their homes, right, when they're not staying there, basically, to travellers and tourists who actually come to a particular country so they can get, like, a very uh, local experience, right? So those are complementary goods. Airlines and cruises, also complementary goods, right? Because sometimes you will fly to a certain country and then you'll take a cruise. Or you can even actually draw the relationship between hotels and cruises. They're, they are all complements to one another, Right. And in this vein, I would also want you to think about, you know, what could affect the strength of this complementary relationship? Right. 
Okay, what could affect the strength of the complementary relationship between airlines and hotels? Does it depend on context, right? Uh, does it depend on other factors that we, you know, we might want to actually look into? Okay, so as a result, right, this article is focusing on how the effects of the coronavirus may have also triggered a recession. So when the word recession comes out, what actually comes to mind? Right, what the first thing that should come to your mind is that incomes of a lot of consumers are falling, decreasing. And then now for us, what we need to establish is what is the income elasticity of demand of air travel, you know, um, hotel accommodation, as well as cruise, cruise uh, ship services. To a large degree, we can say that from observation, right, and from our own general knowledge, income elasticity demand tends to be of a positive value. That means they are normal goods. When the income of consumers falls, right, unilaterally across the world because of the recession that has been triggered, there's going to be a decrease in the demand for normal goods. What are normal goods? Normal goods are, right, where there's a positive relationship between income and demand. So, if income would fall, the demand should also go into the same direction and therefore decrease for all of these goods, right? Whether it's air travel, hotels, or the cruise, service, uh, cruise ship services, right? And then, of course, what we can now comment on besides the sign is now the magnitude. Right. To what extent will demand fall? Will it fall more significantly for air travel? Will it fall more significantly for the uh, the other two, right? The hotels and uh, cruise ship services. So what does that depend on? It depends on two factors. Level of income and the nature of the product. So if you are actually a middle class consumer, right? Maybe to you, air travel is considered a necessity, right? Staying in a hotel, you know, is uh, maybe a luxury, right? But then maybe if you think about it from a person of a higher level of income, right? Maybe they're earning quite a lot comparatively. Then maybe actually hotels to them are like a necessity. And then maybe a luxury is like, I don't know, to live in a special penthouse or something. So very interestingly, why it is actually very contingent on the level of the consumer's income and the way that they actually perceive this product. So it can be perceived differently depending on what perspective you're taking. So the article also notes that a lot of online travel agencies, right, so like Agoda, Booking.com, so all these ads that you see, airlines and cruise lines, all saw sales decline. So what does sales decline mean in economics, right? Actually, it means that the revenue is falling, right? So once you actually investigate the reasons why the revenue is falling, we know for sure the demand is falling. What do you think is happening to the supply? I don't think that the supply is uh, necessarily falling in the short run, at least. But I want you to think about, you know, in the longer run, right, as more and more online travel agencies, airlines, cruise lines, you know, they suffer from a loss of profit. Is it possible that because of the lower profitability of the industry, some firms start to leave? And when there's a departure or exit of these firms, could it be that the number of producers falls? Because remember, one of the CPPSE factors is that the number of producers might increase when people are like, wow, you know, there's like a lot of money to be made in this industry, there's a lot of profits. Well, it's a burgeoning market, you know, demand for this thing. Now nobody wants to go on all of these things. Nobody wants to fly, nobody wants to, you know, travel, nobody wants to book anything, nobody wants to go on a cruise. Is it possible that some smaller firms might actually leave the industry and therefore cause a decrease in supply? Possible, right? We are trying to explore all the possible, you know, demand supply factors that may be happening here. We know demand is falling for sure, right? And interestingly, the demand, right, for this air travel um, hotels and cruises, they are falling due to two reasons. 
Number one is income, right? We just talked about income, elasticity, demand. You can always suggest it here. We should actually always mention YED whenever income falls. We need to actually kind of establish what's the relationship between income and demand for that particular good. And then we can bring in the next factor, tastes and preferences, right? I think demographics maybe won't really, you know, kind of like feature here. But we could bring in price of related goods to some extent. I want you to think about how, right? And we can actually kind of, uh, in that case, actually uh, apply the concept of cross elasticity of demand. So if like air travel becomes cheaper, does it necessarily mean that there's going to be an effect on the demand for its complement and its substitute? I leave it up to you to think about. Okay. So for example, right, actually this article notes that um, hotels, right, a category that includes chains uh, like Marriott and Holiday Inn, as well as some of the home sharing apps like Airbnb, saw a small decline. So they said that hotel sales aren't as bad as those in other travel segments, but the lowest, the losses will likely get worse lah, as more recent data becomes available. Why is it that hotel sales aren't as bad as those in other travel segments? Why? We know for, for sure air travel is actually going down. Uh, but how about hotel sales? Why is it not so negatively affected? Which one do you think is the most negatively affected? Right, definitely it's going to be the cruise ship, right? Because after we have seen all of the news reports, it has really changed people's perception. And then they, thought, they heard about how a lot of people, you know, were on the particular uh, cruise ship. There were a lot of tight quarters, poor ventilation, and people were very susceptible to infection. So they were definitely very negatively affected. Airlines definitely have been hit particularly hard because they've reduced their flight schedules and rescheduled. And, you know, they've been trying to entice people by offering, if you actually kind of like read the news, very cheap flights, right? But nobody is actually kind of biting, right, on the bait, right? And the International Air Transport Association said that the industry could lose up to $113 billion in revenue alone in one year. One coronavirus can cause $113 billion loss in revenue in one year in 2020. It is very, very damaging, right? So, yeah, you know, we have heard all about these very negative effects on air travel and cruise ships. Why is it that the hotels are not so negatively affected? I want you to think about this this, prop, this, this uh, particular question, right? And um, a, a few other losses that have occurred is actually when they all these event companies, right, that actually organize conferences, they have actually kind of cancelled all of their conferences and they also have actually suffered uh, a lot of losses. Transportation purveyors, so basically people who provide like, you know, those coaches, those, you know, like tourist bars, all of them are also going to be uh, negatively affected, right? And they're all actually losing a lot of revenue. Right, so, you know, this entire coronavirus, we've actually seen a lot of different perspectives to it and how it has caused the economy as a whole to suffer. Right. Also, broadly speaking, it also affects a lot of supply chain problems right? because uh, there's a lot of work stoppages in places such as China and there's also a decreased demand overall for certain products and services such as travel as we have discussed today. And interestingly, just to end off this particular podcast, they said uh, that the S&P Standard & Poor 500 Index, which measures the performance of some of the most important companies in, in the US, dropped nearly 8% and it has marked the worst day since 2008. And that really tells you how serious and how negative the impact of this coronavirus has been on the world economy. Okay, so we're going to come back to a lot of these uh, concepts again next week, right? And I hope that everybody's going to stay safe, okay? Practice social distancing and I'll see you in my next episode. Thank you.